So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. So excited at the legendary Katie Day. Katie only has one name. It's Katie Day. Katie, welcome to the show. Thank you. So hold back. First of all, I'm, I'm going to have to you. really like, are have to have like a microphone training. What are you doing over here? Uh, we're doing a podcast. <laughs> Thank you for making your way from uh, Houston to Dallas. Yep. We are joined by Jason Pantana and Courtney, aka the Cat Lady. <laughs> Oh, You're yeah. gonna. We're gonna have to start the cat lady with the dog Instagram account. With hey. the dog Instagram account, which we'll get into that later. This is not about YouTube. This is about Katie Day. Katie, I am obsessed with people that have figured out how to scale themselves. That's like my obsession. Like people that have realized everything is better on a team. Like, the, like if you, what's the old line? Like if you want to go fast, go alone. But if you want to go for a long period of time, like you want to really, and I'm totally botching that story, but you all know exactly what I'm talking goes, about. Yeah. But like you got to be on a team. So, so. For the people that don't know you, and you're on Clubhouse, which still makes me laugh, <laughs> just busting your chops. I'm aware. Please give people some backstory, like how long have you been in the business, where do you work, what's the size of your team look like today, how many transactions you're doing, and then we're gonna get into a bunch of the weeds. Yeah, for sure. So, um, got into the business full time in 2017. Mm -hmm. um, a long time ago. Long time ago, feels like it. Yeah. Uh, as an individual agent, my husband got in full time with me in the summer of 2017. We yep. both kind of did our own thing. Yep. Um, and then in 2018, we decided that it would be a good idea to start a team. Um, I actually, funny enough, won a free coaching call with you yep. back in 2018. Yep. And you basically you know, told me for all of the questions I had, you're like, throw those away, those are shit. We're like digging in deep yep. and like, completely tore apart my business so that was cool yeah um but one of the things that you you were like you need you need to hire another agent asap so we mm -hmm. did that mm -hmm. um and because you guys were killing in your second year yeah i think it was like 87 homes yeah that's two. that's kind of good decent. you know for your second year in the business it's, i mean you know for a part-timer yeah yeah no yes so th we decided to go full-time at that point yes. you know after i talked to you you were like you need to go full-time <laughs> um and um yeah so we started the team in 2018 yep. 2019 did a lot of hiring a lot of firing a lot yep. of quitting yeah uh, a lot of trial and error um mm -hmm. and then we kind of got a decent uh decent agent avatar by the end of like 2019 into 2020 mm -hmm. um and then grew in 2020. Uh, so we ended last year with four agents and now we're uh, nine total agents and three admin. And how many transactions for context will you guys do this year, 2021? We're gonna end the year at uh, probably around 200 closed and pending, a little okay. over 200. And what's the goal for next year? The goal for next year is um, 400. 400, I like scaling. Plus or minus. Scaling, yeah. I like it. Okay, so we wanna unpack a lot here. Are you two working together now? We are. Okay, so I wonder why you got the like the eyes of like, the I'm smirk. going for 400 here, coach. You buying this? Um, so what did you do before real estate? Um, I was in property management. So okay. I did that for eight years or so. And what did you do before property management? Um, I was in college. Okay, where'd you go to school? <laughs> University of Tampa. Okay. I was born. <laughs> I was born, right? No, but I'm trying to, you know, people are always looking for connecting the dots. Yeah. So so when I hear property management and then I hear your success, I say, well, of course, right? Like used to lots of transactions, used to solving problems all the time, dealing with a lot of different people. Like, so that just like, that makes sense to me. But then I wanted to get like the back backstory. So yeah. college, property management. So why did you leave property management and why did you go into residential real estate? Um, I mean, it just, 
it kind of sucked. Like at the, I got to the point that, and how everyone gets into real estate, I was tired of managing people. Um, I wanted to work for myself. I wanted, you know, that flexible <laughs> yeah, we, schedule. We all, we we all started going, uh, no, but that that hours. Hours. It was It was difficult. I, I got to the point in my career that I was only managing people, but like I was responsible for a lot of things, but then like you would be responsible for something, but I would get in trouble when it didn't get done. Right. And like that kind of bureaucratic bullshit was just like not something that I was a fan of. Mm -hmm. um, and I was working really hard for like a decent six figure salary with like mm -hmm. a 20% bonus at the end of the year. So like, the unlimited earning potential was definitely huge for me. Um, in Texas, like apartment locating and, and rental locating is a mm -hmm. big thing. So like yeah. I would see the checks that we were writing to real estate agents and I'm like, holy shit, that's like way more money than I'm making in a month. Right. Um, you know, so it's like there could be potential here. So mm -hmm. I was like, uh, got I was leaving my job and I was like, I'll, I'll try it for six months and see what happens. And can uh, I ask, yeah. can I ask a question intertwined? Please. So when you went into real estate, where did you get your business from out of the gate? That's it. you're going right to where. Like, how did you do 87 transactions? Your Tractor beam in the business. Oh. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> these are cute. I'm glad we have these. Yes. I feel like yes. this needs a purpose. Yes. I don't. Yes. Yeah. Not sure why it's here. <laughs> this is so ugly. But I just you know. <laughs> This is like, I want to do Yoda on this side. That's what I thought it was at first when yes. I came in here. Well, you yes. guys, you have the graphic from the Halloween post you all use. I do, yeah. I do. Okay, let's go back to how, where do your business come from? Like, I, how, how I am I the, the non-ADD one in this Yoda. interview? Um, yeah, anyways. Um, yeah, so first, What did you do to get started? First year, I did all rentals. Okay. Um, I sold two homes to two of my friends. Smart. Um, and then I did like, 50 rentals. It was just where'd you get the rental? Running. Where'd you get the rental leads from? I posted homes on Craigslist. Yeah. And then when people called me, I yes. would tell them that I could show them as many homes as they wanted. And then I was driving all over the Houston metro. It was terrible. Yes. And, and like, I thought like- That was in your script? It's terrible. No, well, in my head, I was yes. like, God, this is terrible. But right. um, no, I mean, like, you know, I thought I was killing it, right? Like, sure. Because you think like rentals, you get like a grand a pop or maybe more. Right. And but I, you were know. getting steady, yeah. steady deals, steady yeah. income. So I did that. Um, and then- Do you recommend that for new agents? So like no, it, time time <laughs> so, versus like, money. No, yes. No, no. I was I was okay. trying to think of something like eloquent to say, but no, I wouldn't. It's terrible. Yeah. I, okay. You know, we we uh, get on our, the agents on our team that they should be focused on the sale business, and like the rentals are great. I've had many repeat rental clients, sure. repeat clients, then turn into buyers, turn into sellers, all that. But that's mm -hmm. a long term game. Yeah. Um, focusing in on buyers and open houses and people that want to transact nows way. Lucrative. Way, way more lucrative, yeah. significantly. So you, so you said, I'm going to give it six months, yeah. and you fall into what sounds like the trap of rentals, good and bad. Yeah. How did you then transition out? And what, what early stage lead sources did you get into? What did you test? What didn't work? What worked? Um, so Sphere, obviously, mm -hmm. got a lot more business as I started to get more into real estate and all that mm -hmm. from, from Sphere and personal clients. Mm -hmm. um, at the time, we owned a gym. So, you know, when someone's paying 100 to 200 bucks a month for a gym membership, they normally have enough money to buy a house. So that was a great source of business for us. Wouldn't recommend opening a gym to people just, just to for get, that. Yeah, um, yeah. Why'd you start a gym? I'm right. looking for real yeah. estate clients. But no, I, well, like, Katie's now selling franchises to her gym, which is really just an open house. Yeah, yes. no. But, um, Comes but with weights. That, that was a great source of business. I mean, we sold a lot of houses to gym members and friends right. of gym members. But, right. but all that, I mean, all that's personal clients. You can do that at a gym. Were you like too. walking around like, going, give me 20, you should buy a house. Um, no, but we did. I mean, I have, I, as y'all know, like we had all of my shirts that I wear, say maybe in Texas on it. We had a banner in the gym. Yeah. Um, you know. Yeah. yeah. For sure. But um, yeah, so personal clients in Sphere. We had a corporate client that mm -hmm. sold a lot of houses. That, that was the one that you told me that I needed yeah. to stop doing yeah. that. I remember. No, um, okay, you should tell that story. 
about our, our caller about about that one specifically. I was like, that's horrible. Yeah. But I was making I mean, in my head again, similar with the uh, rentals. I was making good tell money. the story. Tell the story. I want to hear it. Oh, my God. So um, basically, I was working as soon as you said it. I remember the whole story. Like, go. I love this. I was hoping you had forgotten about that. Um, so basically, I was working this corporate client that, you know, it was a discounted commission, but it was a large volume. So that was probably 50 or 60 of my mm -hmm. 70, 80 deals, right, on the year. Mm -hmm. So it, in my head, I'm like, okay, cool, I'm making, you know. And she made no money. Oh. Hey, you just spoiled it. <laughs> Moral of the story, I made no money. Um, but yeah, so I was making like decent money as a whole on a volume basis. And, right. you know, we have this conversation and he starts breaking it down. He's like, well, what's the commission? Well, you know, if that was a regular retail deal from a, a seller that you were charging, you know, a higher commission, what would that look like? And we start doing the math. And he's like, you're basically lighting dollars on fire to pick up pennies off the ground. You need to hire an agent or mm -hmm. fire the client. Right. And mm -hmm. I was too much of a wuss to fire the client. So I hired an agent. Um, and and so, here, deal with this. <laughs> here you go. Um, I want a high five. Yeah, I don't even sorry, know. Like, no, I mean, I, it's, high fiving is like 1975. I'm not sure. What, I love I, it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You weren't born. Go ahead. I was not born I, then. I'll text you a high five. <laughs> oh, right. So you, so I was shocked when you took, because I really just being straight with you did not think you were going to take the advice. Well, so that, that what I thought was really crazy about our conversation was that like we had the conversation and I was like, okay, yeah, like I got you. Thanks, Tom. You're great. Like I appreciate it. And you're like, okay, well, like when are you going to do it? You know, like adding in the accountability. I was like, oh, like I'll, I'll get it done, man. I really appreciate it. Like thanks so much for your time. I really like I know our 30 minutes is up. So like, thank you, sir. Like I'll talk to you later. And he's like, okay, no, he's like, I've got, I've got a few minutes. Like I've, I don't have a plane to catch for a few, you know, for a few minutes so we can keep talking on yeah. this. I'm like, no, no, it's cool. And then you're like, well, so if you say you're going to do it in a week, like let's circle back in a week. Like let me like get that. on my calendar. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> you know? And I was like, shit, he's really going to make me do this. Cause I'm like, you know, if you're taking the time out of your day to like, right. you know, hold me accountable, I'm like, shit, I really got to do this. So freaking yeah. free call. <laughs> yeah, no, I, right. I, I, I know. his book and want to call. Like, right. the book was great and then I had to deal with him, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like my wife. I, you know? <laughs> She's like, and now I have to deal with him. Yeah. Oh, kidding, honey, kidding. <laughs> so, so you took that advice and yeah. then your business technically skyrocketed, but it tanked. Right, because yeah. you're no, doing problem, like, less transactions, yeah. but you're making more money. Yeah. So, so talk to the listener about that transition, because like you, you basically said like, here is sort of an imaginary baby of forty or fifty transactions at a massive discount, and she was still taking a split. You did take a split, right? Yes. She yeah. took a split on the small transaction, but somebody else is now doing the work, freeing you up to go do what? Um, that was when we really started to double down on sphere events, um, like making phone calls to our sphere, social media, right. all that. Right. So. Can I get a, where are we at in the journey here? Like, so it's like first 20, year you're doing rentals. 2018, 2019. That was, that was the end of 2018. We talked in August of 2018. Yeah. Okay. And what year did you start again? 2017. So 17 was all rentals. Then you pick up this corporate deal. Yep. And then your first year not doing rentals, he tells you to fire this person or bring on an agent and you do. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just want to know where we yes. were. Yeah. I'm just getting the journey. Uh, and all now, the backstory. We've already done like the backstory of the past year, like us, you know, unpacking my I'm you know, slow. I got it. It takes, takes a couple times <laughs> and I'll on, pick Jason. it up. Chapter 2019. <laughs> so read so the index. When did you, when did you have the audacity to say, okay, I'm going to scale and build a team and like, tell us all of the horror stories. Like give us the, like the juicy, like who, like what was your most epic fail? Um, I don't think we have enough time for all of that, but you know, I think that hiring people that I liked, I think was the first one, because like, I think that we get distracted by people that are very similar to us and they don't necessarily fit the appropriate like disc profile or right. personality for that role. So like right. 
I hired a broker friend who's like a great person, a great agent, all of the things, but like she doesn't really want to grind as like as she didn't want to grind as much as we do. So like hiring her to like do all of the things like and be an operations manager didn't make sense. So like that right. didn't work out. Hiring uh, agent people that want to be agents as assistants, and then like you know they're like they want to be an agent, but like I want them as an admin, and they want to like cherry pick leads off of the right. off the top. Right. Um, Every team leader is like, ouch. <laughs> yeah, I made that mistake. Yeah, I yeah. made that mistake. No, um, you know, hiring like Ryan and I, I he's gonna kill me for saying this, but like we accidentally hired an agent. Uh, I brought her in. We for, accidentally I hired her an in agent for like a, a meet and greet, yeah. and he thought that it was her final interview. So he basically was like, "Hey, it's really great to like meet you. I'm really excited for you to start on the team." Blah 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 blah. And like I was like, "Shit, like I don't like her," and you know whatever and. You know, so she she joined the team uh, for a little while um, until she decided to leave. But um, yeah, I mean, we just had a lot of because we made her feel uncomfortable yeah. all the time. Well, that's, have you met me? <laughs> <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I mean, so we've had we've had a lot of like trial and error, a lot yeah. of like. What's the lesson though? What's the lesson in hiring? Um, I think that you have to have process in it, and like so, um, one of the things. So now, what's your process? Yeah. So now what we do is we do onboarding, um, and we do multiple times per year, basically. Uh, new agent training class, or mm -hmm. not even necessarily new agent, but new to our team agent training class, where mm -hmm. it's now a three-week process um, via Zoom and in person, where it's kind of like a long-term interview. So they mm -hmm. join the brokerage, they may or may not join the team. Um, and then basically at the end of the three weeks, like we come to a mutual decision on if it's a good fit for them to join the team. Um, but what do you what do you look for during that? Because that all sounds great, but like, what do you look for? Like, what what are the triggers along the way that? Oh yes, no, no, yes. Like, yeah. How do you, how do you do that? So we do um, basically like A to Z of like sales operations marketing, right? Um, we do a lot of role play. We do a lot of like you know script practice and things like mm -hmm. that. So it's like if if we say hey call a lead and you do and you're just like do you want to see the house? Okay, cool. I'll meet you there. You know, and they're like okay, hey, like try this LP mama, try this, yeah. and like are they coachable? Are they showing up? We have like homework, you know, like watch this yes. Tom Perry video yeah. clearly. Yeah. Um, and you know, write write down some notes and bring clearly. Away. Um, I have to suck up while I'm here, right? Um. When did you start to put all that stuff in place? Because you said it was kind of like chaotic before, and then all of a sudden, you, yeah. Now you're question. like you're yeah. speaking yeah, yeah, on yeah. it as though like, well, now we do this, this, and this. Like, yeah. duh. Yeah. Like, so we, when did you get there? We did it in 2020, um, which was last year, right? Yeah. So we did it in 2020 um, two times, and then we did it um, this year two times, three times, and then moving into next year, we're going to do it six times, Yes, is how what I've been told. You, how did you yes. figure out the process of what the onboarding would be? Like now you're saying like, oh, included Tom Ferry. Yeah. Like, how did you figure yeah. out like- And I did you use it. like an LMS? She, she's pretty fancy actually, because okay. it's pretty cool. I'll let you tell it, but it's it's impressive. Yeah, but, I don't but, have my bag in here, but we have like a little workbook. Yeah, right. talk, um, just, talk just like we have apps, like we're fourth graders, we have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Like make it that like like that detailed. Yeah, so we start out with business plan um, mm -hmm. and like I want to know how much money they want to make. Right, mm -hmm. and then work the numbers of how many calls I need to make and appointments and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, then I want to know like where they think their business is going to come from, and you know them do their business plan and all that. Mm -hmm. um, and then from there, sales operations marketing. So what, operations sales marketing. Operations marketing sales. Operations marketing sales. <laughs> We've been arguing. Ryan it. runs it a lot. He does. He does. But like it's all it's all. No, tell about the training. So, tell about so, your mod, or, uh, the LMS you guys are using too. Yeah. So basically, um, then we're going to go into basically a week of sales, a week of mar marketing, and a week of operations. So like 
everything. Like, like Monday through Friday, eight hours a day no. so training? Like, Monday what does through that mean? Friday, our time commitment as you know, team leaders and as the team is from mm -hmm. 1 to 3 p.m., okay. um, either via Zoom or in person. Um, and we'll have them do kind of like their homework of watching a video, reading some sort of, you know, article or something, I don't know, reading right. some, something Script online. Script training, uh, whatever yeah. it is, yeah, yeah, do yeah. something. And then Learn. we come in and, and practice that. So we'll go through, um, I wish I had it pulled up, but like we'll go through disc profiles, we'll go through mm -hmm. scripts, we'll go through buyer consultations, we'll go through the contract, we'll go through all of the addenda, the contract mm -hmm. process from A to right. Z, from you know escrow to close. Um, so we would call that like total immersion training, right? Total yeah. immersion, like I'm going to immerse you in everything what have you learned coming out of that? Like how proficient are they? How long does it take before they're actually what we would call like a net effective salesperson? Yeah, so um, we ran it last time in October, mm -hmm. or we had agents join in October. So I guess we mm -hmm. ran it in September, they joined in October. All of them have one under contract and or closed, right? And then one of them has two so far. Um, our goal is to get them to have a deal in their first 60 days, like joining the team mm -hmm. for real. Um, Are you hiring new agents or experienced agents? A combination. So okay. um, new agents obviously like is, you know, it's a great program because they're, you know, brand new and, right. and need learning. it, right? right. And, and learning like, and all teach that. Teach me everything, I'm clueless. Um, but, Not I mean, said in a mean way, but you know, just <laughs> new. Yeah. yeah, but we, I mean, we have had great experience with, with experienced agents that have been in the business for a year to two years, have seen <clears throat> some sales, have written a contract, opened a lockbox, done right. that, yep. um, to where you know they just need more accountability, more training, and kind of just the, the team environment. So why did you build such a complex system to onboard people? Um, because, like, I think that if they go through that and do the stuff, do the homework, do you know the script practice, show up every day. Mm -hmm. That like once they're actually on the team, they'll do, they'll be there. But like everyone interviews well. Everyone says they want to sell real estate. Right. Everyone says they enjoy exactly. looking at homes. Is, yeah, you exactly. know, and and like you interview well, and then they get on the team, and they like don't actually need to make money. They like said they did, and they you know have no bills, and they're right. you know whatever, right? So right. Um, it's a, a good way to see if they're willing to put in the work. Just entered the building. Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you gotta do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I wanna be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. The Wolf. <laughs> the Wolf of Real Estate, ladies and gentlemen. We're in the middle of a podcast, but Erica, what's up? Hi, guys. We'll, we'll, you'll, we'll, you'll be over here in a minute. Okay. Yeah. So let's keep breaking this up. People are like, what the hell is going on yeah, at we Tom need Ferris the podcast the studio? Yeah, like, we, we do the need camera. the, yeah, we need the ADD cam. Yeah. It's right. That's what we're going to call it. Brian, can we just get a drone in here at all times? <laughs> <laughs> Brian's really good on the drone. Okay. So you built it because people were probably failing and you were probably frustrated and you were realizing like you were hiring the wrong people that, so you ran them through almost like a military-esque experience or like IBM, if you joined IBM or Microsoft or Tom Ferry, like you go through a learning process and not every coach makes it, not every salesperson right. makes yeah. it. It's like, that was a concept. Is it also because you didn't get that? Um, I wouldn't have been good in something like this. Like I'm, I'm not. Interesting. I'm not great at, I, I am good at following directions. Like, and, but you're and, a leader. But like, I, I'm, yeah. I'm not great at people telling me what to do. I, like, but I think one of the things a lot of clearly, 
hey, wait, unless they say, well, I've got some extra time. My flight <laughs> yeah, doesn't wait for a while. <laughs> that's how I get it. <laughs> that's right. Uh, I think a lot of agents um, who start out really strong, like I think about like a Phil Gertis, right. your story. There's right. so many rock star agents in our oh ecosystem goodness, yes. who just zero to 60 like right. deals basically Stephen in their Kim. first year. Stephen Kim, yep. They just crush it. And then they hit a point where they need help. And there's sometimes an assumption that everybody's as aggressive and ambitious as I am. And then they come in and you realize, oh, they're really not. They're not wired like this. And so what I need is some kind of a scrub test or a filter that helps me separate the people who are all in versus those who are not going to be a part of this process and end up draining the potential of what our, our scaling team model is supposed to right. be. I also think, like, tell them about the um, software you guys were using just to help run this trainually. Yes, yeah, so we're using uh, train, trainual, trainual right now. Trainual. Whatever. Um, so it's, it's an LMS, a learning management software. Today's learning show management is brought to you software. by. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My discount code is. <laughs> no, um, okay, Kyle Whistle. Love you, Kyle. Anyways, so um, yeah, we basically have taken all of the modules mm -hmm. and put them in there because like we have them all in Google Drive. So we took all of our policy and procedures. All of our, um, I'm working on getting all of our role play calls and everything into the system so that it's like a searchable yep. system where yep. once you're on the team, then you can hop in of like, hey, we did this role player, we did this, yes. you know. And it also the checks contract. the boxes yeah. that you know yeah. Katie went through this and that 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 yep. right. So and also, how did you, how did you figure out like what to keep and what to remove from the training process? Did you do like surveys at the end of it, like let them know? Did you do one on ones like? It's a good question. It's a great question. Uh, no, we did no surveys, but that's a good idea. She's like um, noted. <laughs> let me write that down. Ryan, Adding write someone that down. new. Yeah. Um, and then um, we do one on one. So like, you know, kind of go over the highs, lows. Um, the problem is, is like when I'm like, hey, what feedback do you have? Most people are like, I don't have any. It was great. Thank yeah. you. You know, so I'm going to go. Uh, I'm going to go fail over here in the corner. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. But yeah. Um, you don't exactly pack a lot of fluff in there either. Like if you know, Katie, it's pretty much here's what I need you to know and be able to be cog cognizant. Let's go do more deadlifts. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's also part of the training. It's on week three deadlifts. Yeah. For sure. Of course. Yeah. Of course. RDLs. Step Let's go. Yeah. Start a gym. <laughs> Step two. <laughs> right. Okay. So the lesson for the person listening right now that's thinking about scaling their sales team and, and maybe sales team and then the mix of sales and support, admin, transaction management, marketing, before we start talking about some other marketing stuff, which I'm going to invite some of these cast of characters to join us. What would you say would be the two or three most important insights or lessons for someone that wants to grow sales and admin appropriately at the same time so everybody gets served and we do a lot of business? Um, one of the things I always tell people when they say they want to start a team is that they need to start getting stuff like out of their head and onto paper. Mm -hmm. So for something as simple as showing a home, as open houses, as mm -hmm. right. what your initial phone call with a client, what do you do when you hang up that phone? Like, do yes. you then go into the MLS and set up a portal? Do you put them in the CRM? Like, getting super detailed on all of those things because, mm -hmm. again, as you said, like you expect people to do it the way you're going to. Like when we would go like check on our agents in open houses, like lights wouldn't be on and the blinds would be closed. Like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah. You know. But like some of those things are just like don't make sense. Like right. you're like, oh, it doesn't need to be light in the house. Right. It's fine, right? right. So. Um, getting everything out of your head and onto paper, I think, is, is the first. Properties. It's yeah. the first. I, I'm right. Really, you'd be no, SOP, it's the Mary Jet 101. Like, everything yeah. has to be an SOP. Yeah. You are a genius. Even like when I said, so break down your onboarding, you were like, you went little bits and pieces of it, high level. And we're like, no, 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 go deeper. <laughs> it's the same thing when you're asking for somebody like, hey, this is how we do an open house. Yeah. You know, we show up 30 minutes early. The signs are already out. We make sure this is done. We light and bright this, right? Walk through the house, make sure there's nothing strange that's sitting out, right? Yeah. You get that on paper, then it, 
Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Anybody? Anybody? Yeah, I mean, it's I, like if it's like, not in the checklist, they're it never into some weird stuff. <laughs> yes, exactly. Remove all weird things. Yes. So one Such is ass. SOPs. Get it out of your head. I have a totally funny story to tell you later. I want okay. to hear it. No, not, not on this podcast. <laughs> no, it's not. But it's good. Can't wait. Sorry, leaving you hanging. What's the number two thing? Um, so I want to scale my sales team and my ad, admin at the same time, the right way, profitably. What else do I need to do? I mean, I think that it's a delicate balance, but I think you need to hire admin before you hire agents. Because obviously why. you have your stuff all organized now because you have all these SOPs, right? Mm -hmm. But then we hired an agent first, right? Yeah. And like, <clears throat> we still didn't have a lot of stuff organized. Like I was still doing transaction management at that point. Like, so really when I gave up that business, I was still like- You were still the pushing TC. Shit through. Yeah, 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 you know, so I was still the TC. So like, you know, you have to get out of your own head. When we hired a good TC, mm -hmm. she's she's uh, she had left to go into uh, like therapy and stuff like that. After working with us, she had to go into therapy. As a therapist, <laughs> not an into therapy. Sure. But, you know, whatever. Sure. Um, but no, like once I had a good TC and like they were doing all the paperwork, like I literally would just take documents and forward them to her. I didn't even have to right. say what they were. Right. She would just figure That's it out awesome. and do it and tell me what I did wrong, right? Yeah. Yep. How many, was it a first try or how many oh, tries? No. Um, she was our third hire. So what's the lesson there? Because I think this is a big one for a lot of agents. They get an admin or they get somebody who's mm -hmm. not the right fit for the role. But I hear again and again that it took me my third or my fourth try to find the right person. Well, yeah. I, I think that it depends on what the the job is. So like our first try was hiring someone that did both marketing and TC. And those are two different people, right? Yep. Like, yeah. But I was just thinking I need an admin and like I'm very marketing focused and I'm, I am good at paperwork. Like I'm, I'm a like, DC personality, like I don't have much eye. DC. DC? Really? DC. Um, I really don't. I'm kidding. I'll pull out my desk. I'm kidding. Pull out my desk I, for you. I, it's obvious. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I got you. Anyways, so, yeah. so, um, yeah, so like in my head. Hi, I'm Katie Day. It's very nice to meet you. I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> I was like, hold back your enthusiasm. Yeah, well, you know. Anyways, so, um, I, the book was great. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, so the the delicate balance hiring yeah. the right disc so, profile. So finding the right people for the right positions. Mm -hmm. Um. And yeah, I mean, I think that that's that's really important. Um. But the admin there, should come first. Is there the team. is there a profile solution software that you you find that you liked more? Insight versus bank versus disc versus you know Strengths Finder. Like. Um. I mean, we use disc and mm -hmm. like Crystal knows obviously like yeah. and just kind of kind of search them out right and yeah. see because like. Like I want people in positions, to, I tell them that I want them to be drivers and I want them to tell me when I need to do things or that things need to be done. But like the my TC that mm -hmm. left, like she and I butted heads to the point that like we would like hang up the phone on each other and like things like that. But like when we left, like I, I was like, can I pay you more money? No, like, can I pay, can I buy you another cat? Like, what can we do to keep you on the team? Why was I She's getting like, called out for that? Cat lady. Cat on your shirt. Right. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, so like, you know, Finding the right personalities and finding like the ones that are going to mesh for sure with you because like yes. you're going to do a lot with yeah. them and they're going to support your business. Yeah. Did you put a timeline on that? Like a 30, 60, 90? Like when did you decide like oh this isn't a good fit? Um, probably I decided in my head way sooner than when it actually happened because that's what most people do is they get right. like complacent and like scared and you know whatever and throw away money. But um, yeah, I mean I think that looking back on it now, like, you know, you you know way sooner than when you actually pull the trigger. Off. So what do you say to somebody? Because I think a lot of people, they think to themselves, well, maybe my expectations were too big. Mm -hmm. Maybe I didn't, maybe I don't know what to expect or what's reasonable for this person, this role until you find that person. Then you look back and you're like, oh, I should have done this way sooner. What do you say to somebody who's kind of questioning that now? I think that um, 
if it's in your gut, you're probably your gut's probably right. Like just uh, initial like snap decision, right? Like it's probably the right thing to do is is to like let that person go or find another person. But like I think some of it too is training. Like so I look back on some of our hires and I'm like, okay, like I didn't spend enough time because I assumed mm-hmm. that you knew how to do it or I showed you once like you need to put the time in on the training to to make sure that they're the right person and give them, you know, the full opportunity to it's succeed good. or fail. Yeah. It's good. I think too too many team leaders think of like uh, someone joining their team as like a listing. Like even though you know it's stale and it's ugly and it's not dressed well and it's never going to sell. <laughs> but day. what if it does? <laughs> One day. Right? But what if it does and if someone else gets it? Versus like cut bait and move on. Right? Like it's just and there's a graceful way to do that, obviously. Did you make yeah. any bad fires? Um I mean, some people may say so. Sure. They may say so. I don't know. You're like, my lack of green in terms of my uh, disc profile. Like survey. <laughs> yeah. Survey says, Mark yes, you like, did. Mark is like, where's the exit interview? I'm like, yes. what? I just, yes. I just told you I'd pay you for your two weeks and see you later. No. Right. Um, no, and, and like in full transparency too, like Ryan, my husband, is, is mm-hmm. far better at like the feelings and emotions and all that. So he's great at telling people like that he really appreciates them and you know, they're no longer with the company. You so. back waving <laughs> no, do, do, like, do more deadlifts. Yeah. You're flabby. Get out of here. <laughs> We've never said that. <laughs> You've thought You've it. Thought I guarantee you, right? <laughs> okay. So, so this is going to be one of those fun podcasts. We're going to transition now. I want to talk marketing and I want to talk video. So I'm going to have these three hand bones step up, but you got to like pick a partner and get near... Oh, we're doing it all together. Yeah, okay. we're like it'll be great. Like chairs. I have no idea how many like, people uh, this is going to be. It's going to be super fun. Hi, friend. Hi. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, Stephen, come over here. Stephen, no, well, <laughs> Stephen and Courtney are kind of the same height. All right, Stephen, go with Courtney. Come, come here. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com/podcast. That's tomferry.com/podcast. Thanks again, and talk to you soon.